This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Jacob Media or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey. Today's program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam from Thrive Financial Services, who have been featured on Fox, ABC, NBC, The Wall Street Journal, and more. Saving for retirement is a great start, but it's what you do with this money that really matters. What's your strategy to reduce taxes, generate income in retirement, reduce your risk, and get even more from Social Security? This is where you can count on straightforward and objective advice about how you can make your money go a lot further in retirement. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Now, here are your hosts, David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Krause. And welcome in, everyone, to another edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam. Great show lined up for you today. David is off. Brett's in control. And we've got a good special guest. Guests, I should say. We'll tell you more about that. But tune in and stay with us, Brett, for the full hour. As you know, um, we continue to provide information for the listening audience that is all part of that roadmap to retirement. Yeah, if you're a regular listener of the show, you know one of the common themes that we have is always talking about risk mitigation, whether it's talking about the stock market, whether it's talking about taxes. And Karen and I are very excited today to talk about risk mitigation of something that happens to so many families that are out there that's completely devastating is when someone gets ill. Um, we talk about from a financial standpoint, when somebody passes away, it's an emotional thing, but it doesn't always necessarily devastate you from a financial standpoint. But God forbid somebody in that household gets ill, whether it's Alzheimer's or they just can't care for themselves anymore. Not only is it a stressful situation for the family, but can be a real financial strain for the family as well. So we're excited. We got some special guests that Karen and I are going to introduce in the next segment. But some interesting things going on out there right now, where what they call the VIX indicator, which is the fear gauge, has just hit a low since the pandemic. So it has not hit this mark since January of 2020. But just like data, we have data that is contradicting themselves because the University of Michigan just put out the consumer sentiment information, which is at a 70-year low. So you have institutions out there that are saying, maybe things are okay, but the consumer's feeling it. Statistics just came out that 1.2 million Americans are going to be losing 100% of their savings over the next year. Why? interest rates are high. So now people are having to pay more for housing. I'm looking at all the crisis going on. I think you can't drive down any street and not see office space up for lease. They're talking about that market is not going to recover until the year 2040. So there's a lot of interesting things that are going on out there in the overall market. And especially when you're talking about this pending recession, and a lot of people are like, oh, people have been saying there's a recession, and it doesn't look like it's happening. Yeah, patience. Patients. I mean, they're talking about all sorts of different inflation right now. And what's getting really interesting because goods and costs have gone down. And if you're a regular listener of the show, we talk about how Social Security next year will only be going up by about 2.9%, a far cry from the 8.7% that people got last year and 5.9% from the year before. So when you start pulling all those pieces together and you start talking about the perfect storm. And this is something that we do when, when people come in and visit with us, talking about your roadmap to thrive, where we always talk about what if, what if, 
and what if? And you get some crazy stories um, because one of the questions we always ask is what happens if one of you gets ill and you hear all the crazy people are like, oh, well, take me out back and shoot me and they'll pull the plug. (laughs) We definitely have gotten those. And then that person that said that five, six, seven years ago, they're now facing it. That's not the plan. But guess what? That wasn't the plan in their head. And because they just wanted to simply ignore it, us being fiduciaries, it means that we need to cross everything and looking at somebody to make sure that they're bulletproof. So in saying that, there's no other time talking about the perfect storm is that when you do have the market go down, because Karen and I and David and the rest of the team here at Thrive, when we talk about what is your plan if, God forbid, one of you gets sick, the answers you typically hear will be the crazy ones I just shared with you. It'll be self-insured. It's nowhere in my bloodline, so I really don't think it's something that I really need to be conscious of. Or they're going to be like, ah, when that happens, we'll just sell the house and deal with it then. Or or sometimes they're like, the kids will take care of it. That's it. it, uh, Will they? Yeah, will they? It's good to have that conversation, and it's all about the plan. It's all about being prepared because I know Karen's getting ready to share some statistics with us when we talk about uh, home health care and nursing care and so forth that it's real. Does that mean it's always going to happen? No. But that's why we talk about risk mitigation, talking about all the conditions that are out there and the importance of why we need to be, again, just pulling it all together because these things are very real. And if you're not prepared for them and you're making emotional decisions versus rational decisions, where today, before the situation happens, we can talk about what if because our head's clear, then all of a sudden, if you haven't prepared for it, and all of a sudden something devastating happens, we're making very emotional decisions. A lot of the time, those decisions aren't in the best interest for the family, financially, where, again, it's, uh, it's the importance of, of, of preparing and the difference of being emotional versus being rational. And again, the three things that we pride ourselves with and we try to bring to our listening audience week in and week out is the three things that the Delaware Valley has really recognized us for is leadership, which uh, we're going to hear a little bit about that today, but it's the education. And we're going to cross that path today, talking about going deep onto this home health care topic. Um, and then it's awareness. And what's awareness? And I think our special guests are going to help us with that here today. Awareness are conversations that need to be had that you didn't even think that needed to be had by asking a series of questions that you didn't even know that needed to be asked. So in saying that and kind of kicking things off, and I want to hand it over to my partner in crime, Karen, (laughs) to start firing away with some of these statistics about why it's important that we need to keep this home health care, nursing care uh, topic fresh in our heads because it's very real and can become very devastating. So... On to me. So, Joe, I have your favorite thing. I have a couple things. I have a list. We love this. I love the um, list. And yeah. then I have some statistics. You know me. But um, here's some interesting t- 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 statistics. More than 810,000 people right now reside in assisted living facilities. Assisted living costs, right? That's just living in assisted living facility. It's not having 24-hour uh, around-the-clock care, but just having a little bit of assistance is $4,300 a month. The population of adults older than 85 will double by the year 2036. I know it sounds like it's far away, but I mean, it really isn't. And it's going to triple by 2049. Seven out of 10 people require assisted living care in their lifetime. Here at Thrive, one of the things we focus on is being bulletproof in your retirement. And we one of the things we focus on is healthcare and what's your long-term healthcare plan and what is your healthcare plan uh, immediately. Um, and if you don't plan now 
for this financial, I'm not going to say burden, but it's going to be something that you're going to have to financially deal with at some point, then you are going to be shocked at how much money it's going to cost. And you might not be able to afford it. Now, I know when we talk with a lot of people, uh, our clients, they want to age in place, right? They want to live in their home of their choosing. Sometimes they downsize, but I myself, I don't want to have to go into a facility. So if I can plan ahead and have care come to my home, that's something that I want to do. And we're going to have some guests coming on in the next segment. Um, They are owners of a company called A Long-Term Companion. And what they focus on is just that, right? Aging in place. And we're going to go in a little bit deeper in a few minutes. But just remember, as you get older, it doesn't matter how healthy you are when you're younger. Look, I focus on my health. David focuses on his health. I know Brett does. And we want to be healthy in our retirement. But you, when you age, things just change. And you're just going to need a little bit of help. I'm not going to put that burden on my children. But I, we are planning now for this. You don't want to be surprised, and they're going to give us some numbers, but I know sometimes people are shocked at how much it costs. The inevitable reality of life, it's something that you have to ultimately uh, deal with it. We'll talk about it coming up, as Karen mentioned, in the uh, next two segments. We have Brett Ringgold and Michelle Kilstein, a long-term companion, uh, and we'll get into that conversation as we go to our commercial break on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. A reminder, you'll hear messaging about an upcoming workshop. You can get registered uh, for one of the workshops, just go to thrivefinancialservices.com or call 215-798-9088. Back in a moment. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. We thank everybody for tuning in and being a part of our special broadcast today on this, the final Sunday or final weekend of June 2023. Thanks again for listening. Good show planned for you as we talked about in the opening segment. Brett, over to you, sir. Thanks, Krause. Appreciate that. So, I love the name. Karen just talked about the name, a long-term companion. You think about long-term care it has that little like mystique with it, but long-term companion—it's an awesome name um, for the company. So, in, in uh, the introduction and statistics that Karen just shared with us, I, I won't waste any more time and uh, f- uh, throw this over to our special guests again, Brett Ringgold and Michelle Kilstein, president and vice president of a long-term companion. So, I'm going to start off with the most obvious question is talk about maybe why it is so important to plan for long-term care and inevitably, let's just start there. Why is it important to start for lo- with long-term care? Well, first of all, Brett and Karen, thank you so much for having us here to discuss such an important topic. Uh, frankly, it's a subject that we speak to families about each and every day of the week. And if it's okay, before we jump into it, can we tell you maybe for a minute about ourselves? Please. Why we're- yes, sure. absolutely. Um, so, I'm the vice president of a long-term companion. We're a family-owned and operated home care agency located about 15 minutes from here in Jenkintown. Um, we have been in the long-term care space as owner-operators of a home care agency for about 13 years now. But before becoming home care agency owners, we actually experienced the other side of the long-term care discussion. Um, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease at the age of 12. I'm very happy to share that I've been in remission for over 15 years now. But from age 12 to 19, there were pretty challenging times, and we actually had to turn to long-term care to a home care agency when I was a young adult. 
Um, my mother was my caregiver. She would take extended leaves from work whenever I had a flare up with Crohn's and that experience in our lives and particularly that experience with long-term care was really the genesis of my mom's founding a long-term companion. So mom, Michelle, do you want to jump in and share a little bit about that? Absolutely. So my background before this, I was a preschool teacher. I taught twos and fours. That was really my passion. I, like Brett said, I experienced home care in my home and I became his home, his caregiver. And there isn't a manual right. on what to do. Right. So when families turn to home care, they're, they don't know what to do. They're nervous. They're scared and things like that. So being a caregiver made me realize that there was definitely a better way of doing this. And that's how a long-term companion evolved. I wanted to find a better way for families and make it less stressful and for them to realize that there's an easier way and a process to go through this. Yeah. And this is, you know, Brett, you would ask, you know, what is long-term care? What's the importance of planning? I guess, what is long-term care is a good place to start. A lot of people don't know what it is until you need it or a loved one needs it. So essentially everybody performs activities every day that you and I take for granted, right? We bathe ourselves, we dress oneself, we're able to ambulate and walk and feed and prepare meals. Um, when somebody needs a level of assistance with any of these, they're called ADLs and IADLs, that means that you need help with long-term care. Um, most long-term care in this country is actually performed by family members. AARP does a study every year. One out of five Americans is a caregiver. Within the last 12 months, 21% of Americans, that's 53 million people, have cared for either a, children, a child with special needs or an adult. And that's pretty wow. remarkable to think about, right? One out of five Americans are caregivers. And there's a lot of reasons. You know, you could have somebody who has an illness, who has an accident, who had a stroke. Um, more commonly, you see cognitive impairment issues. So we work with a lot of individuals who have Alzheimer's disease or dementia. Um, and Alzheimer's disease is becoming very prevalent in our society, right? Right now, over 6 million Americans have been diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease. By 2050, so in just about 25 years, that number is going to double to 13 million Americans with Alzheimer's disease. And a lot of people, when they hear the word Alzheimer's, they think, well, well, that person's not going to live very long, maybe a few months. We know it's quite the opposite. It's quite the opposite. Absolutely, yeah. Brad. So right now, statistically, if, if you were diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease today, your life expectancy is eight to 10 years. Yeah. At some point, you're going to need assistance with care. And for the last few months or even years of your life, you might need assistance with every of those activities that I mentioned. So that's one of the reasons that long-term care is becoming so expensive because people are living longer and they're having more complex needs. So that's really why it's so important to have this discussion today. You know, you might not have the need today, but chances are it's going to touch you in one way. Um, AARP does studies every year, different kind of studies. Like you said, Karen, seven out of 10 Americans over 65 or older are going to need long-term care one day. And it's going to affect 100% of families. That's not hyperbole. That's statistics in one way or another. Either you're planning financially or you're assisting financially. You're the one-on-one -on -one direct caregiver. You're arranging for medical appointments and doctor's appointments. It's going to touch you at one time or another. So you have to start planning today. And it almost seems like a medical advances are just continuing to get better and better. So one thing that I continually read related to your industry is while maybe somebody needs that assistance for maybe now a little over two years, right. is that healthcare has continued to get better is now that 
gets extended and extended and extended. So I just hear the additional financial burden that people need to really be aware of, because now I believe that number is probably even closer to three years plus the average need. And that's for people even not on Alzheimer's or dementia and so yes. forth. Is that a fair fair statement? Oh, without question, yeah. And a common rule, not this isn't unique to a long-term companion. It's it's in the healthcare industry. You know, they have a 40-70 rule where if you're 40 years old and your parents are in their 70s, that's the time that you should absolutely have a discussion, right? You have to talk about their financial situation, their long-term wishes, their insurances, because when somebody, a baby's born, you start planning for college. You know that you have 17 or 18 years to start right. a college fund. Um, when your parent is 70 years old, you generally don't have 17 or 18 years. So you have to at least at that point start planning today. And that care is going to be for longer than three years on average. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and um, I'm going to lead it. My next question is kind of along those lines is how do you pay for it? But I know personally, we're experiencing a situation with my husband's parents or mainly his father. And I started searching for home health care, and I was surprised. I thought, oh, Medicare is going to pick up all these costs. And they're like, oh, no, no. If you want skilled nursing in your home, which he needed skilled nursing, you just have to pay for it pretty much out of pocket. So if you want to dive into that part a little bit more. How do you pay for this? Uh, and that's a great question, Kara. And, you know, long-term care is part of healthcare. Healthcare is the largest part of our GDP as, as a nation. And everyone assumes, you know, Medicare is the biggest payer. They're going to pay for long-term care. Not the case. Um, they will pay for up to 100 days of care in a skilled facility or in a rehab facility for an acute reason, right? Maybe you had a stroke or you had a surgery, you're recovering. They'll pay for up to 100 days at the most. Medicare Advantage, that's more commonplace now. They're now having long-term care benefits, but that is very limited. You know, on average, somebody's going to need 40 hours or more of care. Medicare Advantage will give you 10, 15, maybe 20 hours over a course of a year. Not very not helpful. a lot. Nothing. No. At all. No. And it's not, you know, Blue Cross Blue Shield, Aetna's, Humana. Long-term care is not a covered benefit in private health insurance. Long-term care insurance is the one type of vehicle that does pay for care, the problem is it's so uncommon. You know, there's no national study, but everything I've read shows that between one and up to 10% of Americans have long-term care insurance. It's a very small number. Sure. And, you know, there are now, it's more common to see like a long-term care life insurance hybrid type policy. You have certain elimination periods. Maybe you have to pay out of pocket for 30, 60, 90 days before it starts caring. Most care is funded out of pocket. It's private pay. So that's why it's so important to start planning for it now because- at some point, you're going to have to activate that plan. It's interesting hearing you talk about those hybrid products because we're gigantic believers of them as well. And you start talking about terminology like indemnity versus reimbursement. And not going to go too deep. I want to keep our listening audience engaged. We won't <laughs> go into that topic right there. But maybe when you hear something like that, because again, they're a lot more flexible with mm -hmm. those solutions um, that are out there. But probably the biggest benefit that we see in probably the industry, because traditional long-term care, a lot of times really meant facility, nursing home, but now the flexibility, and as Karen said, and I know my wife and I, we're only 46 years old, we got our policy three years ago and did it over five years, and so we only have a couple premiums left. As I watched my parents start to develop dementia, I'm like, this has me written all over it, and I don't want everything that we've worked so hard to build and be trying to be almost forward-thinking of, of decades beforehand of saying, hey, there's no better time than the present, and especially when you're younger, it's cheaper. 
Yeah. And it, 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 there's no better time to start. So maybe talk about maybe the importance of the psychological side of, of things with people really wanting to, as Karen said, stay in their home. Yeah. Because I know you guys really experience that, and it's really what you guys have really specialized in. Because I know home health aides can also assist if you're not getting that quote-unquote care that you need maybe at a facility. Right. But also maybe stress the importance of maybe why and the psychological side of things of really people really wanting to be at home. Yeah, absolutely. And I I think it, on the other side of the break, we'll share a couple of specific stories of, of families that have been affected. But, you know, AARP, I keep referencing them. They do all these studies. 70% of Americans age 50 or older, their desire is to remain at home in the long term. Karen, you said that you want to stay at home. I know I want to stay at home. Right. My mother's raising who, her hand. Who show. wouldn't, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and that is definitely when you're talking long-term care, you, you could talk about assisted living facilities, skilled nursing facilities, and also home and community-based care. That is where Americans as a whole want to be. That's where the best outcomes are. You live longer, you're healthier, less hospitalizations, less falls. Um, so most people do have that desire to stay at home. It is the most affordable long-term care option. That's not to say that it's inexpensive. It, there is definitely a lot of cost associated with being able to stay at home with paid professional caregivers such as ours, but it's still something that you have to start planning for. Yeah, I thought about, and we were talking about before we started the show, you just think about, hey, I need some help at home, and I have somebody there from 9 to 5. And then you shared a statistic with us on average, I believe the number you said was at 91 hours is on average the amount of time per week. For our clients, yes. Per week. And I believe you just said Medicare picks up. Zero. Yeah, Yeah. zero. Or the Advantage plan, 20 hours a year. A year, yes. And things like that. So again, all I hear now is... We need to prepare. Yeah. So, you know, before we started the show, Karen and I were looking at your website, a phenomenal website. Maybe you could share with the listening audience different ways of how they can get a hold of uh, your company. Sure. Thank you. Yeah. So, our website is www.alongtermcompanion.com. You could find us on LinkedIn, my mother, Michelle Kilstein, or our agency, Long Term Companion. You could find us on Facebook. Uh, our phone number is 215-914-1800. And it's 215-914-1800. We are there 24-7, 365 for you, um, should you need us at any time. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you sharing with us in the first segment here. We're going to take a commercial break, and we'll be back in the next segment. This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, we thank everybody for tuning in and being a part of our special broadcast today on this, the final weekend of June 2023. Thanks, Joe. So um, before we dive into the specific uh, examples you had for us, I have a general question, and either of you can answer this, Brett or Michelle, is um, a long-term companion. Do you do everything from you know, from skilled nursing, from, there's a situation like if somebody has to go to dialysis, um, it's not always an easy thing. They don't just jump out of the car, run in, and then run out of dialysis. It's a, it's a lot of work. And there's doctor's appointments. Um, sometimes they need help with just getting up, getting dressed, meal preparation, cleaning, uh, things like that. So could you explain that a little bit more to me? Absolutely. So we will assist and go with our families that need dialysis. We help with bathing, meal preparation, cleaning, doing their linens, helping people shower, doing really any of the needs that they that they have, and everyone's different, right? Every, every family, every, every person right, is different, right? Exactly, and it's a lot of burden to put on even a spouse or, you know, as a mother, I don't want my children to have to to do that for me. So that's something I want to plan for ahead, but 
question. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a great company. Thank it's you. Something is definitely needed for sure. Yeah, that's why my mom saw the the need from personal experience, and right. you know our mission has just been help to help families in the Delaware Valley. And it's so. not just retirees. No, we no, help it's... adults um, as young as eighteen and up. Most of our clients are average clients in their eighties. Um, mm-hmm. We have clients that are over a hundred years old. And we, you wow. had asked about skilled nursing. We don't perform skilled nursing services. There are home health agencies that do. Mm-hmm. We work in conjunction. There's a team approach there. Um, although we do have registered nurses on our team that do assessments and perform care plans. Great. So you can quarterback that whole situation. Exactly. Like. Right. And that's what's needed. Yeah. Why don't you share maybe some of the maybe stories that you guys have experienced yeah, sure. over the last 13 years uh, in being in existence, please. I think it'd be great and relative to our listening audience as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Mom, do you want to do you want to share a couple of stories? Absolutely. So, in 2012, I received a call from a granddaughter whose grandmother was in a memory care facility. She wanted to take her grandmother back home because the grandmother actually raised her and her two sisters. Aww. Two weeks later, we were able to facilitate, and the grandmother came home with around-the-clock living caregiver. Spent six months living there with this granddaughter, six months later moved into the second grandma, granddaughter's house, stayed there for six months with the same live-in, and I'm happy to say she was not in her own home, the woman that we were taking care right. of, for over five and a half years. After one year, she went back to her house. When we met her, she was actually in a fetal position, Wow! could not eat, could not speak, and was only eating pureed food. After we got involved with the first granddaughter and the second, a year later, she moved into her home. She was walking, being supervised, eating solid foods. Her favorite food was Danish, (laughs) talking and laughing and lived. And she was on hospice, and she actually came off of hospice because of the wonderful care that she had with us. Well, that's... Amazing, like psychological effects of being at home and being around loved ones is it makes a big impact on the environment. quality of life for sure. Then my next, I recently received a call about a year and a half ago from a husband. He was 70 years old. His wife was diagnosed with early dementia in her 60s. He was her caregiver. He had to stop work and he didn't think his wife would accept having somebody take care of her except for himself. Reached out to us and we matched the perfect caregiver. She was there Monday through Friday from eight to four. It was an instant match made in heaven. He was able to go back to work. Unfortunately, we were there for over a year and a half. He didn't, they didn't plan for this to happen and they had to unfortunately move her into a facility because there was no planning for this to happen, early dementia. And this is why, you know, Brett and Karen, you asked us to join you today because this is a, it's something we see each and every day where families aren't prepared. They don't have a plan and people are living longer than expected. Even if you plan for, to care for your, your parent for six months or a year, they might end up living for another 10 years. So then what do you do then? Um, I'm sure a lot of your listeners read the Wall Street Journal. In case you've sure. Wednesday's article there, or um, edition, there was an article about a family in North Carolina 
um, uh, a brother and sister, mom your age, um, their father passed away, their mom had Parkinson's disease and Lewy body dementia. They've assumed that mom was probably going to pass within a few months after dad. She ended up living for another 10 years. She ultimately needed around-the-clock care. It cost $1.3 million to care for her over the next 10 years, something they did not plan for, but they were able to do. Um, and this is a really, it's it's a big number, $1.3 million. It's scary. It's scary. If there were in Philadelphia, it would have been one and a half or two X that cost because care in Philadelphia in the Delaware Valley is more expensive. Sure. Um, so you always have to have a plan. That 40-70 rule is important. And you know, I, I read a story earlier this year that really, it was a wake up call for me. And I'd been in the industry for a decade. Um, AARP's senior family caregiving expert, her name is Amy. If anybody's positioned to know what to do, how to plan, how to execute that plan for care for a loved one, it was Amy, the AARP senior family caregiver expert. She ended up declaring bankruptcy after going through this. You know, she had to move across the country from Virginia to Phoenix to care for her parents, had to leave her job at AARP move into her family's home, take out a home equity line of credit on her parents' home, went through her savings, borrowed money from fam- friends and family, went to in credit card debt to the extent of $120,000 plus before she declared for bankruptcy. And you know, I'm going to paraphrase because I'm not reading the article, but she said something along the lines of, I don't regret anything. I want to do everything I can to help my parents. But if it could happen to me, it happened. It could happen to anybody. So that's why we're here. We want your listeners to just really, if you're not currently planning, this is the time to start and to reach out to Brett and David and Karen. Yeah. And I love how, how Michelle started her segment talking about the experience because I use the exact same line as we open up our workshops talking about what we experienced and knowing there had to be a better way. I heard those exact words come out of her mouth. And so you hear the passion from the two of you because you've experienced it. And it's the things that very similar to our company, we were started in 2011, so very similar aged companies of just being able to advocate for the people that you are serving. So maybe speak to that a little bit, because I know a lot of the frustrations that maybe people have around the long-term care um, maybe if they went out and they were responsible enough to go out there and get a plan is saying, well, no one ever approves it and it's impossible to get the two. We've had to do it for some of our own clients saying, you can't just take that as the gospel. You need to now push back and say, like, I'm looking at you. I saw you walk into the office. Like you're not able to do it anymore. Like that's ridiculous. You can't perform two of the six ADL. So maybe because these insurance companies, They don't necessarily win by paying benefits. They're good at saying no. So maybe speak a little bit about your experiences and just advocating for the clients that you're serving as well, because that's an important piece. It's very important, and it's very frustrating when you see this. Somebody has a long-term plan. They've paid their benefits, their premiums for decades, and when when the time comes that they need to use that benefit, the insurance company pushes back. Um, Their job for many, many years, the insurance companies reinvested the premiums into long-term rates. They, They made a lot of money, and now you see less. When we started back in 2010, we worked with 40 different long-term insurance companies. Now that's in single digits because they're all being acquired yeah. by other entities. Um, and when it comes time to use that benefit, they're going to put you through the gauntlet to be able to improve you. So to have you going above and beyond on your client's behalf is really admirable. Um, it's something that we have to do time and time again and help schedule the nursing assessment and to really prove based on nursing needs, care needs, that this person is eligible. 
And it's not always cut and dry or as easy as it should be, but you need somebody that will quarterback that situation. Yeah, one conversation that we have with our clients is we know what everyone's looking to do in retirement is either be a part-time financial planner or be a doctor or be an insurance (laughs) agent at the end of the day. They don't want to do that. So they're just looking for who is that who in my life that can inevitably make my life easier. And it's something that Karen, David, and I continue to pride ourselves on is finding people in the greater Delaware Valley to partner up with for services that we know inevitably that our clients will need as well. Because a lot of them are in the sandwich spot where they're the baby boomers where mom and dad are now in their 80s and their kids aren't necessarily, they're waiting for their handout from mom and dad still. And it's like, what do I do? And next thing you know, somebody gets ill related to those things. So we we definitely appreciate the time on today's show and just kind of talking about the services you provide because it's real. I mean, uh, I mean, in this last segment, Karen and I are going to share a couple of examples into what you were sharing uh, related to hybrid policies about how you can start preparing for this because there's no better time than the present just related to that again. So, as we start wrapping up this last segment, if you could just again share with us if somebody wanted to reach out and just simply start with a conversation, what's the best way to go about that? Sure. Well, I'm usually the one that the family calls. I told them about my story, how I got involved. Um, and how do they reach you? They dial my, every, everybody that I take care of since the start of this company has my cell phone. 24-7, 365 days a year. There is no time. If somebody needs care. And also, we're very involved with all the hospitals. And like you use the word quarterback, we deal with geriatric care managers, so we have a whole quarterback. So when Brett said we don't do skilled, if we're taking care and we take care of hundreds of people and they need skilled, we have our own toolbox of putting everything together of what that particular person needs. Yeah, yeah. And my mom, from day one, you could reach her, talk to her, talk to our client relations team. We have somebody on 24-7 that'll answer your needs. You can call us at 215-914-1800. And it's 215-914-1800. You can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, www.alongtermcompanion.com. Look us up on Google, over 85 five-star reviews. You know, we want to make sure, even if we can't help you personally, if you live outside of the service area, you're looking for different services, call us. You'll talk to my mom, and she will spend time helping you make sure you get the care you need. I'll spend hours even knowing if I can't take care of them just to educate and tell them what to look for. I see the passion in your voice. Well, we want to thank the two of you for being special guests on today's show. Looking forward to definitely having you back again to have this ever so pressing conversation. Joe, I think we've been doing this for six years and we have yet to have that conversation. So I want to thank you both for your time and uh, we'll be back on the other side of the break. Thank you. Thank you. One segment to go on this week's edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on the other side of the break. Brett, Karen, and Krause to wrap it up on Roadmap to Retirement. Back in a moment. Get educated and get your reservation for the final workshop during the month of June on Thursday, June 28th at Washington Crossing Inn. Starting time is 6 p.m. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. Get educated and get registered or call 215-798-9088. That's June 28th at the Washington Crossing Inn. Starting time is 6 p.m. Get registered right now. 
Sand back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Really, really great segment uh, with Michelle Kilstein and Brett Ringgold, a long-term companion. And boy, you didn't hear too much from me uh, during this broadcast, but it was really uh, interesting, Brett, for me and Karen, for me to be able to consume what was being said, because I often wonder, what will it be when we get there? You know, as you know, I've had five children. What will it be for them when we get there? And certainly one thing that was evident today, a long-term companion, as part of the plan is super important. Yeah, it's always about the plan. And we talk about how how you need to be healthy to be wealthy at the end of the day. And just of what you just shared right there, Joe, is what I hear and what we see from a lot of our clients is, is and again, ever since the pandemic, is the mental health stuff. And you want to talk about anxiety being at a high and just with exactly what you just shared right there, like, I wonder what it's going to look like. You don't have to wonder. You can start putting the plan together today so you can, again, enjoy that time that you've busted your hump to get to that spot to go enjoy it. Because when it happens, as long as you've been prepared and everyone's on the same page, there's no better time than to have that conversation. Again, my wife and I started putting plans into place at, at the age of 43 years old, just as we started seeing the beginning signs of what was happening with my parents and knowing that what we're doing right now is 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 just creating generational wealth for our family and just hearing some of these statistics and Alzheimer's becoming more prevalent and just knowing that that goes forever and ever and ever. And I heard $1.3 million. That's significant. So imagine if that happened at the same time the market was going down. I get a lot of people saying, hey, you know, here in 2023, the market's up 10 plus percent. The S&P 500, you talk of the news. I go... Yeah, you're right. You're talking about the S&P 500. I go, but did you know Apple, Amazon, Google, Facebook, Microsoft, Tesla, NVIDIA, that's seven stocks out of 500 of them on the S&P 500. The S&P is actually down year to date if you pulled those seven stocks out of there. So if you are a stock jockey, figured out those seven stocks, you're probably having a good year. But if you're a lot, of, a lot, a lot like other people, you're like, yeah, my account's not up like that. But imagine at the same time, that the market was going down, that you had a crisis of long-term care need, and you needed to take money out at the same time. Maybe one, maybe your spouse is healthy, but the other spouse is ill. And now you're starting to have that rational, emotional conversation of like, oh my gosh, how are we going to do this? What kind of facility can we afford? Just you, the anxiety is mounting at the end of the day, and you're, being, you're dying from the inside out at the end of the day because you're just killing yourself from a mental standpoint of all over the map. So, by the way, that $1.3 million is today's dollars. That's today's dollars. Right. There's this thing called inflation, yeah. and things go up yeah. and up and up. Heard and, of and, it, and, Joe. and Brett had talked about in the last segment about how so many companies are actually leaving the industry or mergers and acquisitions, because if you understand how these long-term care policies or insurance companies, they have to go to the state to actually get agreement to increase people's premiums because of how drastically fast these facilities and what just the cost of our wage inflation. I'm sure you could, you, these guys could tell us what it costs now to bring in an aid different than where it was three to five years ago. I'm sure the pandemic, so many of them even left the industry. So it's like starting to just like everything else that there is a need because 10,000 people every single day turn the age of 65. And so this is not going to go away anytime soon. And one thing they had brought up was talking about the two of six activities of daily living. I want to go through those. Those are bathing, getting dressed, 
eating, maintaining continence, toileting, transferring. It's if you can't perform, typically two of the six is where you can qualify for that need, actually deriving a benefit from your policy. I know Brett had shared typically their clientele are three or more, but again, it's just those two of six allows you to qualify um, for that care. I had actually just met with somebody who came in for their Roadmap to Thrive review session, where we felt pretty good of everything that we had chatted about. And again, we don't try to overwhelm people and do everything at one shot, where this young lady, a couple had come in, and she was passionate about it. And again, we were building their financial house. And part of building that financial house, because they were really concerned about legacy too. And I said, one of the ways that you can really get rid of legacy is one of you gets ill. Because all that money that you had earmarked, again, they won't throw you out of your house, but they will take your house after you've passed away with what you may owe for that care that you had needed. So this is somebody that was quote unquote deemed to be self-insured. And it's one of the policies that this young lady was 67 years old. And she she had, they were in a fortunate situation that between their pension payment and their social security benefits, it was taking care of their everyday needs. But they had this bucket of 401k IRA money that they are fortunate enough that they had earmarked that we are going to give to the next generation. So what I shared with them, because they were very conservative and they were not looking to grow their assets um, significantly, we really started uh, highlighting and talking about risk mitigation. So what I had shared with them, I said, you know what, what if we did it on a on a conservative basis, because again, everybody knows that we are tax planners and we didn't want to throw you into higher tax brackets and Medicare surcharges and all those other things. Where what we had done is we came up with a plan where we had taken $20,000 a year from her IRA and funded a hybrid long-term care life insurance policy. And let me share with you what it did for them. Is day one, it, had, it was going to give them a benefit. And again, she was younger. It was nothing that was prevalent, but we were focusing on the future of what if, what if, what if happens, where it was able to give her a $5,600 monthly benefit. Now, that was without inflation. We had talked about the importance of having inflation riders on the policy, typically either 3 or 5% are the most normal ones that we see out there in the industry. Um, but a lot of people have concern on long-term care because we, we heard the statistics about how many people will need it. And some people are like, well, that's not me. I'm going to be the one of the ones that don't. And so the importance of these life hybrid long-term care solutions that are out there is if you die in your sleep and you never use a benefit... There's a death benefit associated with it. And why we love the risk mitigation solutions with what we're speaking about right here, there's always an end game. You're either going to use the benefit from a long-term care solution, because when I shared that $5,600 benefit and the importance of Alzheimer's running in the family, six-year benefit. We almost doubled the normal time period that somebody needs that care. What did that do? It eased their anxiety. It gave them their peace of mind of whatever happens. It gave them the freedom to spend what they had, not having to save for what if, what if, what if, because we conservatively put a, put a tool together. So again, we shared with them and them being conservative as well. As I looked at them in the eye, being as conservative as they were, I said, do you know your money would have to be guaranteed to grow? And I'm going to look at I look at typically like their age 85. I said, your money year in and year out would have to be guaranteed to grow by 6.9% every single year for the next 19 years for that $100,000 to be worth $402,000 at that age. They're like, we don't want to take that risk. I go, I know. I go, well, what's awesome is we can simply move money from the left pocket and move it to the right pocket. 
it will be used at some point in time. It'll either become a death benefit that somebody will use because you are maybe fortunate enough to not have that long-term care need, but God forbid, Alzheimer's, whatever the situation may be, that it's very real and it's very present, that's when you say, thank God I put those plans in place. One thing that we advocate and we tell our clients all the time, please, please, please do not become a should head. I should have done this. I should have done that. We talked about the quarterback. You never want to be that fine. Uh, you never want to be that Monday morning quarterback at the end of the day saying, looking backwards in your rear view mirror. So if you have any questions, Related on today's topics, again, we want to uh, uh, thank our special guests, Brett and Michelle, for joining Karen and I uh, here today. But again, any questions or any, uh, um, if you're thinking about that topic, about how can I prepare for my family, there's no better time than, than to call us here at 215-798-9088. Again, 215-798-9088. We're more than happy to talk that about that solution with you. Again, it's something that is a need that a lot of us um, we'll have in the future. We just need to make sure we're prepared for it. Or you can go to thrivefinancialservices.com and download the podcast of today's broadcast. A long-term companion is the name of the company. Great stuff from Brett Ringold, Michelle Kilstein. Great stuff from Karen Bazaar and Brett Elam as well today as David Bazaar takes the day off. He'll be back next weekend as we finish up the final weekend here uh, of June 2023. This is Roadmap to Retirement with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam. See you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show from Thrive Financial Services. If you're like most Americans, you have more questions than you do answers about what to do with your retirement savings. If you have a question about your IRA or your 401k, pension, or other tax-deferred accounts, if you have a question about reducing taxes, generating income, or filing for Social Security, whatever it is, David, Karen, and Brett are here to help. And often your questions can be answered in a simple phone call. Just call 215-798-9088. 215-798-9088. And so you know, no statements made during Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. The information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed here. David Bazaar, Brent Elam, and Karen Bazaar of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm, office headquarters located in Fort Washington, and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings in Exton, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners. If you'd like to learn more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3428. Today's program has been pre-recorded.